uh, two things happened. I used paper cards, and I stopped at the store and got some cards, but they were plastic. And then the lady who I brought up here to do the trick with, uh, I put it in my mouth, and I act like I'm swallowing it. But she gave me the old put the finger in the mean place thing in the middle of it and uh and i mean she was she's uh aunt b's age and so uh when she did it i went <gasps> and that thing got lodged right here in my throat oh, and so no when way. it did uh, I, I kept talking but in my mind i'm going thousand one i know i can hold my my breath for a very long time and so but i was in i was at like a 112 113 when i was getting the routine over with and showing that i wasn't talking i was just getting through it i looked at him in the face and said come up here and then went back there and uh everybody's just dying laughing you know that's what happens when you're in comedy you know is that if something happens to me they're going if i if i fall down flat on my face with a heart attack people are gonna go wait wait watch this like look at his foot <laughs> wiggling buzz commits he commits his foot's wiggling that's a he stopped let's see what he does <laughs> well chick-fil-a's gonna open back up for you before i open up because but that was a very scary situation but the professionalism that exists not only on the stage but in this room and the people that are working it and then the uh equipment half up here is second none there's nobody that has the in visual equipment like they have laughing gas <laughs> The Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. Hey, thank you for checking into this edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. Before we get started, I want to remind each and every one of you to subscribe to the CEP on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you consume the podcast that you love to keep the variety coming straight to your ear holes with the automaticity. Also, remember to purchase your official CEP Network gear at buyjack.com and pick up all of your nutrition and supplement needs at truenutrition.com. When you check out at True Nutrition, enter the code CEPN to receive a 5% discount on your total order. Now for this episode, we bring you Jeff Johnson and Buzz Sutherland. Jeff is the owner of Laughing Gas Comedy in Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and Buzz is an internationally recognized comic, and these two guys have once again joined forces for the grand reopening of Laughing Gas Comedy and the N2O Lounge. During this episode, you'll hear us discuss all things comedy and small business, and you'll hear Colt and I cracking up, sometimes uncontrollably. So without further introduction, I bring you Jeff Johnson and Buzz Sutherland. Actually have buzz bombs. If you don't, you should. Well, that's just one of those things you'll have to be here to find out about. Okay, good point. So I just went ahead and hit record. Okay. And uh, I think it's it's a good enough introduction. Let's do it. Uh, welcome back to yet another riveting edition of the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. I am James. With me, as always, is Colt. Yes, sir. And of course, we have here today at Laughing Gas Comedy. Owner, proprietor, Jeff Johnson. How you doing today, I'm Jeff? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks yeah. for coming back. It's been a long time. Thanks for having Did us. You we love you it here. you learned your name just now when you announced it? That was awesome. Did you write it down? Uh-huh. I was going to be Blaze. I kind of liked Blaze. You changed it? You still are. We went out in the parking lot. I, and so <laughs> when we came back in, I go, you Blaze? And he and he goes, yeah. And I, was, I thought he meant that was his name. But he's... <laughs> Because it's legal in Cape Girardeau now if you have a friend in the medical industry. <laughs> and with us also, Buzz Sutherland. Funny man. Opening up 
uh, headlining here for the grand reopening of and the original Gas reo- original opening. You were the right. original opener as well, right? Right. And then now we I were. am the original opening of the grand reopening. <laughs> and the really cool thing is, uh, I had an incident on stage last night that uh, made me, for the first time ever in my career, have to leave the stage and have him come up. And they thought the show had been just was over with. And when I came back up afterwards, I said, you know what, I'm sorry about that. I've never had something like that happen. It was a health thing. And I said, I'll be here next week. So I'm going to be here next week as well in Laughing Gas with James Johan, who's great from Kansas City. Okay, that nice. That would be a great – I mean, nice. you talk about a uh, – he and I both headline not only all over the United States but all over the world. He does cruise ships, and then I work for our military, all five branches, and been to 126 countries. Very nice. So you're actually coming back next week because of the mishap – was well, yeah, but it's, I'm not leaving. I'm, I'm staying I'm held over as an MC. Got you. Okay. Excellent. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, how does it feel, man? Being back in, laughing gas comedy, full force. Um, I, I have to tell you, uh, you know, it's been a long 18 months. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously the way everything shut down so quickly – uh, the future was very undefined. We had no mm-hmm. clue what was going to happen, if this was going to be a week, a month, a year. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know that I also work in the healthcare field mm-hmm. and that I'm, I'm a respiratory therapist. And so I kind of had a little bit of a, uh, you know, the behind the scenes on all this as it was going down. And, and so I knew that even as um, even society started opening up and allowing bars, restaurants, places like that to occupy smaller capacities and things like that. Um, to me, uh, there's an integrity behind what we do here in, in the performances that we want to give. And, and you got to have crowds, you know, so I wanted to make sure that not only could I provide. Well, I try to provide the best <laughs> entertainment possible, but sometimes you take what you can get. Uh-huh. And um, but I want to make sure not only am I bringing the best shows, but if I'm going to bring them, the people got to be able to come. But in order for them to come, they got to feel safe. And so, um, you know, it, it's at the point now where it's now or never. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, this obviously isn't going away anytime soon. Um, but it, as long as we all do our part to protect ourselves and keep ourselves, um, you know, as healthy as possible, I can do what I can here as a business owner. But I think, um, man, the, with the goosebumps just kept getting and the nerves and as we got closer and closer and closer to reopening, you know, and, and uh, I was up in St. Louis this whole time. You know, I was working for uh, the ER at St. Louis University Hospital, oh, wow. right in the middle of all the COVID stuff. That's how we met. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it was it was pretty crazy because, um, you know, that whole time, man, my, my emails were blowing up from Cape Girardeau community, from the surrounding areas. When are you going to open? When are you going to open? Awesome. Some people didn't know we even closed. Said, well, who's on open mic this week? I'm like, uh, did you notice that they're okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was encouraging to me that Cape was ready for me to come back. And so I just uh, I played the safe card. I waited until I thought it was the right time. And, and man, uh, the last 30 days have been just work, work, work. And now we had almost a completely sold out show last night. Uh, so that just tells you that Cape is ready to get out. Cape is ready to have fun. Everybody's tired of quarantining. Yes. I mean, social distance is a respectful thing, and I'm glad we did it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and as long as everybody keeps doing the right thing, then places like Laughing Gas can stay open, and I can keep entertaining. Yeah. And, and so I couldn't be happier to be here. Man, you know, uh, James, 
He's really selling himself short here when he's saying this because I've been friends with him. He was actually drove me all over the country for 20 years and helped me sell merch and worked with me after we met at the Funny Bone 10 years. So I've known this guy forever, and he used to watch me when I had the kids show. And so, but this guy's working 12-hour shifts, and, and some of them start at seven o'clock at night and go to seven a.m. Mm -hmm. And he's still doing um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, getting off. Now he's gone to days on Thursday, getting off, coming down here. And then the, the biggest thing is I came down here like an idiot on Thursday, the day we were open, to just stop by to see the room. And they're going around sanitizing every tabletop. They got sanitation stations. They're going around making it sure that, I mean, but you're talking to somebody who's not behind the scenes, he's at the scene, he's at the scene. And so a lot of times I'm in South Carolina laying in my bed, I'm an hour and a head and he's at work in the middle of the night and I'll go, well, everything going good. And then he sends me a picture and I'm like, oh, you can't unsee that. You can't, uh, wow. <laughs> Uh, was that a? We are a level one trauma. I'm just throwing that out. Is that a preemie? No, he's 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 your age, Buzz. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> well, but uh, I mean, this guy's really busted his his, his butt. I mean, mm -hmm. he's he's really done it, and and for the most part, it's got a whole new staff, and 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 they didn't come out and help him or anything like that. He did all of this on his own, and it was just uh, it was just absolutely incredible to see it you know, several months ago and see it now tonight. And then uh, last night to see the crowd that was in here and they had a blast. Their biggest complaint was that when I came back, I, I still did an hour and 23 minutes completely. You're supposed to do 45 and I really thought she's gonna go longer than that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's really selling himself short about people. I mean, people in Cape Girardeau, I'm gonna go over to Jackson. Do you wanna, oh, I can't make that drive. From here to Jackson's just too far. I mean, I mean, we may go on the weekend or Labor Day or something like that. But I'm, I mean, it's eight, it's a half a joint from here to the middle of Jackson. Is all you got to do, and then back. But people in Jackson won't come to Cape, and people in Cape won't go there. And then I live in the middle of Palmyra, South Carolina, where it's um, it's an hour and a, no, it's a mile and a half to my nearest neighbor, which trick or treating. Last time I do that, I made it to one house and I had to have him bring me home. <laughs> But I mean, this guy uh, deserves all of uh, all of Cape Jackson, the whole Semo area. I mean, the, anything that's down from. We had people from, and I was thought it was really excited. We got people from Benton here last night, and then uh, you don't get too excited after you get them as part of the show because it's a mixture between laughing gas on hee haw on laughing gas is what it turns <laughs> into. But this guy really deserves a lot of credit and sacrifice that he's made. He's mm -hmm. got a, a young daughter. He's got uh, a career. He's got another career. He's got all these obligations. And then he's got this addict who lives 2,000 miles away calling him going, are you at work right now? I'm trying to sleep. And then I'll call him, are you at work right now? Yeah, but I'm trying to work a ventilator. Okay, why do you keep doing that? That's what my girlfriend Devin says. She goes, why do you keep doing that? Because you, you never know what kind of interesting thing's going to happen. It's like calling 911, you know, without <laughs> having the whole issue about they show up, you know, and you got to hide everything. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want to say that it's a good thing that the club shut down by any means, but it almost seems like it's kind of a godsend that it did shut down because I'm sure your work just exploded over the past 18 months. Well, you know, I uh, – <laughs> Sorry to offend you, God, sir. God, well, God, no, God, was. We're going to really meant it. That it, it way. benefited him. It didn't benefit you. Know, you. I'm if, sorry. If no one would really have helped Jeff Johnson down in Cape Girardeau. If we, what we do in 1911 that really boosted everything? Oh, we could give a plague. We'll do that. Remember how the bubonic plague really hit? Remember when God flooded the earth? 
No, I, I'm old. But, uh, <laughs> I got hair down here older than all of y'all. But uh, if I wasn't there. I'd have picked different things so, and animals. You, well, Colt, you and I will work on some wording later. God sent now the uh, the irony. Okay, there uh, we go. Of being having having um, you know because working as an RTE down here and still running the club, it was it was stressful and all that. You know, I was tired. But um, I quit. I quit in October of uh, 19. And, uh, and then so I was full blown into the club all the rest of the year. And then, uh, man, it wasn't just a few months later, bam, you're shut down. Yeah. So if something uh, of a natural disaster, pandemic type thing is going to shut you down, at least it was something that pulled the cost across from my other expertise and it right. put me in a high demand and allowed me to go and be able to uh to work my butt off and uh, make sure that i still had this opportunity if the day ever came where we could reopen because you know and uh because if if covid would have ended up being something where it just gave you diarrhea real bad <laughs> uh, I, i'm not in need for that you don't <laughs> you don't breathe out your butt most of the time so um but thank you know i, I i've seen i, I mean i i'm not going to make light of covid because i i have oh you know uh i do i i mean you know, not to not to bring down the vibe, but yeah, I mean, what I see no, every day. Nine eleven um, next. I you know, hope. I've <laughs> seen I've seen some uh, I've seen some really tragic situations with people who mm -hmm. relatively were healthy and just didn't make it. But then I've seen some miracle pull throughs, you know. And so, uh, fortunately, with all the astronaut gear that we wear, I was able to avoid it. I never I never had it through this he whole time. This. <laughs> um, I never got it. <laughs> but um, you know, it was something where. I was uh, I was able to stay busy and uh, overtime understates what I was able to work. Yeah. <laughs> so right. ironically, COVID was a good thing for you. <laughs> what? That's like a tsunami. <laughs> well, very very good. <laughs> we all got a new home. We lost a lot of friends, family, businesses, lifelong work, art churches or whatever they do and wherever they get hit by tsunamis the, the hurricane i'm live go ahead <laughs> this hurricane's actually good we need the rain not so much here in new orleans but oklahoma well, if there's just, any way we could reroute this thing out towards <laughs> reno and northern california i think we could kill two birds with one stone but it'll help the comedy clubs jesus <laughs> It's Old Testament. <laughs> God so loved the world, he's etch-a-sketched and started over. <laughs> so the room looks great. The place looks great. Right. Um, and this is usually how many people we got. Yeah. It's not uh, bad. For, uh, or, I mean, small for 18, child and a, and for 18 months, this is what it looked like, right. except... You know, things get covered with sheets and everything else. And then now, I mean, you come in here at night and it smells just like uh, somebody vomited in the elevator and they had to come through and clean it and sterilize it and burn it, put new carpet in and everything else. You go, wow, this is beautiful. And the acoustics in here are, if you talk, or do any kind of voice work or anything like that, mm -hmm. there's not a bad seat. There's not a sight line that's messed up. And as uh, somebody who likes to fire a gun, <laughs> that matters. Mm -hmm. Sight. Lines have gotten me in trouble a lot of time because I was going to go through the culvers, out the culvers, and then hit that buck. And then uh, he come out of the bathroom. and I didn't get the buck, but uh, I did get the gentleman that came out of the bathroom, and he really needed to be laid down anyway now that I look so, at it. And just to get this out of the way, because I know you're going to ask this, because every interview I've done has asked me this. Um, 
I am not requiring masks. Um, I do follow all of the health department and CDC guidelines. Mm-hmm. So obviously it is recommended if you are not vaccinated to wear a mask. Uh, I am not going to check your card. <laughs> but if, uh, if you don't feel good, please don't come out. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's really the big thing. You know, I mean, obviously this is a great venue and we do put people, uh, we put people, the whole point of comedy is that intimacy. So, um, like I said, if you feel comfortable wearing a mask, you're more than welcome to everybody's, we want everybody to come enjoy comedy, but just know that it is not a requirement. You don't have to have it to come in. Um, I'm going to take a question now, you in the back. <laughs> well, you don't know, you don't really put that out there. And you, the other thing is at the bottom where it says we do require a cape. And so I think because it's Cape Girardeau and you have to wear a cape to the comedy club. And I said, why don't you get like a funny mask? You know, that's not funny or anything. But you do, you should wear some kind of cape, Superman cape, cape you make up yourself. Buzz Lightyear to infinity and belong. We can, we can edit this, right? I think so. Okay. No, it's not, not the, not, the not live the face part. Not I'm so live on MySpace right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is going on. I started a TikTok. TikTok? Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You started I'm a TikTok? great at that. I you want to see my boobs? I can do the boob challenge. Oh, go get me your milk crates. I'll show them something. Awesome. <laughs> go get your milk crates. Or that, a Tide that, Pod. That, that'll be episode two. Uh-huh. You take a Tide Pod, a milk crate, and you do the boob challenge. Boom, I got your boyfriend. Strike three, you're out. You may blow up TikTok if you can do all those. Uh, when you switch stone. You ever rode in an ambulance? Yeah. <laughs> I have. <laughs> In fact, he he did mouth the guy. Remember, he did mouth to mouth on me, and I had to drive because he went out. He got some of what I got in me, and <laughs> I would put him in the back and did the paddle thing. I just you don't do it on ears. I was, I, that was the only <laughs> thing that wasn't bleeding, so I did it on his ears. And then he's cross-eyed, but he's doing fine except for that. And but I saved him, so I'm real proud of that. <laughs> So, 18 months is a long time, guys. It is. Buzz, what, you, what did you do all this time? I, I know, but how you I gonna want open? you to tell me. When are you going to open? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, they're, if they're on a ventilator, they're going to be on a ventilator. Mm. I'm mowing the whole yard. I've got four acres I've got to mow. And so, mm. my Forrest Gump self tried to, for the first ye- season, I tried to mow it with a push mower. Yeah. Yeah. I went from 280 to 116. And so I went from a size 44 to a size 30, 30. And uh, which means it's good. You get to shop at Jimboree. I mean, there's a lot of cool things that you get to do once you get to that, be that small. But then I went to a riding lawnmower, which is just a lie, Hank. Don't ever buy a riding <laughs> lawnmower. Well, if you get you a zero turn, totally different thing. I got me a zero turn now. Mm-hmm. Or. Going back out on the road has gotten me a zero. Thank you again for that. And so I got a zero turn 50 inch time cutter Toro. <sighs> Used to take me 11 and a half hours to they're, cut they're this not, yard. They're not paying sponsorships. So Mine guys it. are. <laughs> and you got a lawnmower. No, I didn't. It's not a lawnmower. It's not, it'll go 14 miles an hour. Holy cow. Yeah, the fastest go kart in Lake of those arcs is 12 miles an hour, which We're means I can cut gas, grass. Comedy right now. Okay. We're, uh, Knucklehead podcast is ending. <laughs> but so I now cut. that we're going to start with the real podcast, uh, if you guys didn't notice, we had a special guest just kind of pop up right now. Yeah, here. the other owner. The, the of, other owner of Laughing Guys Comedy. Uh, say hi to the world. Right? See you at the camera and say hi. 
Hi. <laughs> Hola. So for those of you who may not know, and uh, I don't believe that our our hosts here have ever actually met you. Thank I have not. This is no. Lila Johnson. And uh, Lila. Yes, he's not allowed to. You know, um, so Lila is uh, the other owner of Laughing Gas. She approves all the talent, and we're going to talk about her judgment. Are you, is she a scout? She does scout. Nice. Um, she uh, she has a YouTube channel that she has just started up in the last few weeks. So uh, right now we're just tinkering with things like playing with Littlest Pet Shops and, and uh, screen recording uh, Roblox and stuff like that. But uh-huh. what she's going to start doing is she's, she actually is motivated by what you guys are doing, and she wants to start interviewing the comics. Heck, yeah. And then putting it on her, uh, on her YouTube channel, which is Lila, L-Y-L-A-H, Jazz, J-A-Z-E. Z J A Z Z L P S S S S S and if I didn't say six of them, there's six S's at the end of that. So um, like and subscribe that your kids will love the content. And this little girl, not only is she brilliant enough to be editing her own YouTube channel and putting things together with music behind the stuff that she's doing, but she also was the original comedian to open this club and tell jokes in front of a sold out room. She came up last night, gave one of her best ones. And maybe, uh, since some of you guys may not have seen it, you want to give that joke again? Because they didn't get to hear it. Okay. Let's hear it. Why do witches have name tags? I don't know. Why? So you can tell which witch is which. <laughs> Very I good. Would, I would mess that up Very 100%. Good. I know, right? That's, that's that a lot good. of witch. I mean, you just you, you can't just make that stuff up. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, good. Good. so, yeah, I mean, Lila, Lila obviously is uh, the motivation, inspiration, and everything behind Laughing Gas. And, uh, you know, one day should she drop out of college and have no future, she can inherit this. Uh, and <laughs> Yeah, this is just her side hustle. <laughs> yeah, so. That's all she's doing um, right now, dabbling in it. But, but the she's la- learning to drink. When she turns eight, she's gonna have a tolerance. But what we will say, <laughs> what, 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 the only shout out, because we have to always give this girl plugs, other than her YouTube site, which we'll mention again later, is uh, she's gonna give a big shout out to the fourth grade at Jackson uh, Orchard ooh, Elementary. J A C. Okay. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many people are in your? You class? just disappointed your entire school. You yeah, know, you know what they're supposed to do. <laughs> J A C K S O N. There. All right, Jackson making representing right. And if anybody here works <laughs> at Jackson, or if your kids attend, you want any swag? She's always got it in her backpack. Koozies you know, are three dollars a piece. This is a true two story. Tell him about I was when he had his soldier a shoulder injury and he had to go get it operated on three, four years ago in January. And he came back and had all these things. He could do anything. So I was signed up to pick her up from school. And which I'm, I'm doing the same thing you're all doing. Like. <laughs> and so um, her mom's a great dentist over in Jackson. He's laying up. And so I'd get up with her and take her to school and then drop them off, see the teachers, and, and then go back and pick her up in the afternoon so that he could lay still and Kara could uh, use that arm to pull teeth out of people's head she can do it real well and so then one day i'm in there and i'm talking to him i get there a little early you know so i can kind of say what's going on you know all right all right all right and and uh they give me the microphone they go why don't you tell everybody it's time school's out and you can do that and about that time she walks out of her door with her backpack on she goes no 
And I'm just laughing. They go, come on, Buzz. And she's going, no. And I go, don't listen to your teachers. You're idiots. And she goes, I told you, I told you, call my mom. She'll tell you, you should not give him a microphone. And then she looks at me and she goes, in the car, man child. (laughs) (laughs) But he's a man child. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not afraid to admit it. You're not the one supposed to be afraid. (laughs) (laughs) If I was a man child, well, just don't get into all that. It's just, uh, let's go to the next commercial. We're back. So was this your first gig back? Uh, like, no, I my favorite college, University of Tennessee Martin, located in Martin, Tennessee, gorgeous campus, just north of Memphis, not far from here. If you go down 55, yeah, you took the hat off. I, I can put it back on. Okay. I've also got their T-shirt on, and I've got their T-shirt on right here. <laughs> UT Martin, and my girlfriend wears it to sleep. That's why the you and the M are all rubbed up, but <laughs> and I got my I got my hat on my UT Martin, and then my thong. Hold my I got a thong, and it's got a beak on it because there's sky. Anybody from UT Martin, you can reach me at JKL Entertainment 2018 at gmail.com to send your check. That says that on the back. I got all my sponsors: BP, <laughs> and then uh, the CBD and medical depository over off of. Uh, Kings Highway, and then on the back, two other sponsors, Lions Den and uh, uh, Panda Express. Did Chick-fil-A drop you? uh, No, I dropped them because you know what they believe? Do you know what Chick-fil-A believes? I'm not sure. That they don't think that they should be open on Sundays. Uh. You ever wake up some Sunday morning, or wake up, you ever come to Sunday morning, you know, I'm going to go home. You don't know where you are, and you walk out of somebody's basement and get in somebody's car and drive it, and you're like, I need Chick-fil-A, and you sit there. Hello. God, they're slow. No line, but they're slow. <laughs> and then you wait. I mean, you wait a day, not days, but you wait a day, and then mm, you want anything? Well, hello. Yeah, but now I get breakfast menu. Uh, give me a Whopper and uh, extra Mac sauce and two Polynesians. Buzz, look, we want you to go to Walmart and sleep in that parking lot. Please stop sleeping at our drive-through on Sundays. Open up, open (laughs) up. I'm just asking one of you, over in Newberry. It's actually in Irmo, South Carolina, but who's got gas money to go all the way down there? (laughs) I'll talk again. Y'all are just all <laughs> sitting around. Like, I don't know. I wasn't he, sure it was time to jump in. Does he know there's bullets in that gun? <laughs> <laughs> He's just flipping it around, pointing it. Why don't somebody just try to get the mic from him? Good luck. So uh, to give him a chance to take a breath, uh, some of the new exciting things that we do have going on here at Laughing Gas, um, you know, obviously we had our little, beautiful bar over there, the N2O Lounge, mm-hmm. and uh, we had our ladies' nights on Thursdays. We did some trivia on Mondays. We we were trying different things over the course of the first 12 months to see what we could do to kind of give Midtown Cape somewhere fun to go um, and then have different versions of entertainment all the time. Um, but now that we've had this chance to reopen, I, I'm coming out a little stronger. You know, and one of the biggest problems we had is we didn't serve food. Uh, and uh, so, man, it was so disheartening to see, man, you know, 200 people in this room and the show would empty and they, they would still want to drink, but 
man, they needed something to eat. So they would have to go across the street or around town to one of the other restaurants because that's just, you know, fair game, right? I get it. So uh, I've decided that I, I purchased some pizza ovens and uh, I made a partner deal with um, a little hand toss place over in Anna, Illinois called Jordo's. Uh, this guy is uh, got some really great pizza. He hand tosses his dough. He, I mean, everything fresh daily. And what he does is he half bakes these pizzas for me, freezes them, brings them here. I've got an oven that cooks them in four minutes. Come nice. out just like they would at the restaurant. Gooey cheese, the whole. I mean, I mean, this mm. thing, these thing, this isn't like you're going to get a TJ pizza at a bar and you're just looking to shove. Now, obviously, we're not a dinner destination. You know, but this is before and after the show. We're we're not serving it during the show because popcorn. Yeah, we do. I mean, yeah, we have popcorn. You know, so you can have something to munch on while you're in here. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I think one of the things that Cape needed in this venue was in order to uh, justify staying here longer. Well, you need to have something to eat, and so we'll add some more menu items and things like that. But the main thing was getting this pizza, and um, we had several people buy them last night, and they couldn't believe that that was coming out of a bar. You know, a place that didn't have a kitchen. You know, and right. so I have cooked, not in a bar. Though, really. <laughs> uh, this is what you should have said. This is a good opportunity for you because now that it's legal and there's a depository in every corner around here, people come in here going, "I'll have a drink, but do you got anything to eat like milk duds or you know, skittles or pizza or cop popcorn? We need to get milk duds and skittles. Milk duds, skittles. Right, but right. Uh, and um, where'd Lila go? She loves that uh, sweet. Uh, tart rope. Lala! <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Hear me tell a joke? So not only not only did we add some food, but we have, uh, we've, we've changed up our menu. Um, you know, as, as all good entertainment venues like this do, we're, you know, of course we have a full bar, but we want to have some signature cocktails that you're not going to get anywhere else. Buzz so, bomb. Um, I like it. You know, if you want to find out what a buzz bomb is, most people can only have one. So, uh, you know, just... You can be, have as many be, as you want. You, you can order as many as you many, want. Somebody will pay for. Um, we will still uh, the lounge is gonna. We'll still have our comedy open mic nights. Um, we're gonna start doing those on Wednesdays here in the next week or two. Uh, we actually have had a lot of interest in um, doing musical jams. Um, I've talked with some people even from the university who run the music department over there, and there's there's a, there's a need for people. They want a place to go where they can just come chill out, relax, and. And if you've never been to a musical jam, I mean, like four or five people show up and they start playing, but then anybody that walks in that plays an instrument just gets to sit in with the band and play. Nice. You know, so it's not something that I sell tickets to. It doesn't cost you to come in, mm-hmm. but you come in, you know, you hang out, you get some pizza, you get well, a drink. Well, you come in and it's like the Cerebral Entertainment Podcast. You watch them set up for four hours. And then, <laughs> then finally some of them goes, cheat, cheat, cheat. Is anybody cheat? Okay, try my... Okay, Mike Four's not working, <laughs> but uh, that's neat. All right. So uh, we have a live caller. Does anybody want to take a <laughs> caller? That's right. my mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mom's rocking it. Yeah, she is. She's 180 years old. <laughs> but uh, um, hey, Lila, go hit uh, red dot. It's gone. It's gone. All right. How'd you do? You and we are which, back. Which are you? <clears throat> Um, so these jams, are they going to be in here? or So everything you, will be in the lounge. Okay, you know, I was going to say, I knew um, you did some live music last 
I could, I mean, I could do it in here, but uh, obviously with the access to the bar and all yeah. that kind of stuff, right. mm -hmm. uh, there's no need to like have servers walking around because it won't be a ticketed event. Anybody that shows up, I mean, the whole audience might be people just signing up to go on stage and, and you do, just get the jam. They're really fun because when you get musicians together who don't know each other, and to watch them all just improv off each other and, and you really see what kind of local talent level music wise uh, Cape has and Cape has a lot of really great musicians that come out of this town. And but it, comics. Comics, we're not even going to stop. But I'm just going to say, so, this, this is sacred ground as a comic. I mean, if you were, when I started at Holy City Zoo and Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco or the uh, Catch Rising Stars or the Improvs or, you know, here, that you have to be a pro to come in here. And so, unless you're a professional, you don't come on this stage. Is my is yeah. Open mic nights are always in there, and and I grew up uh, in the industry. In I mean, one of the holy grails of comedy. I mean, the, the St. Louis Funny Bone is historic, and uh, the people who opened oh, that. Oh, because I started there. I was like, what? Okay, so when even even before he was ready to do comedy, they knew um, be good. the Funny Bone was one of the first real identified clubs in the nation you know and and so you know when i grew up learning the industry in that in that atmosphere i wasn't going to bring anything but professional here you know i mean if if you just were a fan of comedy and tried to open a comedy club well i mean you're not going to get and i know this sounds a little bragging but i mean you're just not going to get this show you're not going to get the quality you're not going to get the atmosphere god knows you don't have access to this kind of talent um I so don't play any of those rooms only the room i play in uh and then a three-hour, five-hour plane ride from here is you. And I guess you can go eight hours. This is probably one of the only clubs I do. And, and it's the only club besides corporates and colleges that I've done since the pandemic. And we'll be, I'll be here several times coming up. And it, the thing about it is from my side of the mic, and uh, that's so important, to, you know, when you look out. But when you, I walked in, like I said at the, the very beginning, when I walked in um, – in this room and it was just all a big yeah colt saw it when i was under construction yeah. I mean, and he came so, in and but saw i mean it. i could sit there and go oh man i know what's going to happen in here and it's going to it regurgitates off that wall and so i have a thing on my facebook if you go back and watch the first night and it's just a clip that he took a video of and you can't really understand me because he's so far away but i and i say just listen and and i average four laughs a minute and so that's a big thing. I mean, a lot of people go, so then the little boy goes back and tells his grandpa and a month later, and the grandpa says, that's not your grandmother. And by that time, you've been to the bathroom twice. You've gone out and texted your three things past Tetris or whatever. Then here, he's got guys that are coming in here and are bringing it. And it's a lot easier to bring it when you get that momentum. And so every single night I've come in here, and in less than a minute, they were having a blast. And then at the end of the show, they were good. I, last night and the night before, I got the greatest compliment you can get in my business, and that is uh, James and Colt. That people were coming out the door going, I, "I'm, I'm not even being mean, but I'm glad you stopped because my faith hurts so bad." I mean, that's just such a great feeling to know what we've been through as a nation, what we've been through as a, in the world, and everything that people don't realize in, in all these things, recessions. Two things do not. Uh, Waver. They don't waver. There's the thing we always have to have health care. You always people always have to be fixed and get better. And you always have to have the humanities. You have to have art. You have to have people to express art and express humor or sadness or poetry or, or, or Broadway plays or any kind of film or whatever. Because and what I'm doing is bringing you hope. And when I perform for those troops um, 
overseas, they would line up 8,000 at a time after the show, not to get free swag. It was all free to them, and they'd take some of it, but they were lining up to shake my hand and go, buddy, I appreciate you giving me two hours where I didn't think about my children, uh, what was going on at my house, my bills, getting shot, uh, doing half, I just sat and laughed and laughed and laughed and got to escape. And so uh, it's amazing to be able to do that. Not, and I, last night, I always have uh, our members of the five branches stand up and we salute them and the significant other because they stood home and didn't know whether their warrior was coming home and if they did, what shape they would be in. But also our first responders, our people like my daughter, Peyton, she's in the emergency room. This guy right here is in the emergency room. And like you said earlier, I mean, the worst time in our lifetimes or our parents' lifetimes to be in a hospital working is, is right now because if people aren't coming in gunshot, if people aren't coming in with COVID, people aren't getting a bed. And so, you know, it's a, it's a horrible thing. There's a man in Alabama, he got denied from 43 hospitals, 43 from a heart attack, hmm. and he couldn't go, I mean, he went to 43 hospitals and then died because they couldn't put him in anywhere. And uh, all those statistics pile up, they break your heart, but at the end of the day, uh, I disagree with what a lot of people say, that I'm not my brother's keeper. I think we are. I think that uh, the relationship we've had now for years, the relationship he and I have had our lifetime, is what really makes things work. And so he's got a brother, Billy, that's uh, almost as big as Bush Stadium. And, and it's, it's fun walking around with Billy and Jeff because I'm already a smart aleck. But when I got them on either side of me, I know that you can say whatever you want to, and I'm going to go thick them. And they're going to get there, but we need to do that as a nation. I'm, I really, I really love it when um, we do things and we come together. The greatest days of my life, the greatest days of my life as an American citizen were September the 12th, 13th, and 14th. And it's a horrible. This is a 20-year anniversary today from that from that horrible incident. And on those days, the day after that happened, that horrible event in New York when we lost uh, so many wonderful first responders. That uh, on the 12th, you could have a flat tire. Somebody would stop by and help you. If you went into Burger King and didn't have the right money, somebody would go, I got you. And then if you had something going, everybody loved everybody. There was no creed, no color, no, there was uh, no gender. There was no kind of what, what sexuality you were. It was, we were all on the same team. We were Americans. Now, part of being American is the 15th when we go, they can fix their own car because what I got to do is get home for she tells me not unless you want me to shave my legs and so you know it's a it's a thing that it's a horrible horrible event 9-11 and uh, I think all of our hearts are broken about that I I was in Boston Massachusetts performing at Endicott College on the 10th and Endicott's uh, a wonderful school in North Boston and then I got off stage and I had time to make it back to Boston Logan to get to Columbus Ohio where I was going to be the next night after that and so I took that plane and so all of my life I've wondered about if I got on the, the seven o'clock plane in the morning um, it might have ended there and I haven't had that feeling in, until last night when I was on this stage and I had a glitch in my act that I do a card trick and uh, two things happened. I used paper cards and I stopped at the store and got some cards, but they were plastic. And then the lady who I brought up here to do the trick with, uh, I put it in my mouth and I act like I'm swallowing it. But she gave me the old put the finger in the mean place thing in the middle of it. And, uh, and I mean, she was, she's uh, Aunt B's age. And so uh, when she did it, I went, <gasps> and that thing got lodged right here in my throat. Oh, so no when way. it did, 
uh, I, I kept talking, but in my mind, I'm going 1,001. I know I can hold my, my breath for a very long time. And so, but I was in, I was at like a 112, 113 when I was getting the routine over with and showing that I wasn't talking. I was just getting through it. I looked at him in the face and said, come up here. And then went back there and uh, everybody's just dying laughing. You know, that's what happens when you're in comedy. You know, that if something happens to me, they're gonna, if, I, if I fall down flat on my face with a heart attack, people are going to go, wait, wait, watch this. Wait, look at his foot <laughs> wiggling. Buzz commits. He commits. His foot's wiggling. That's a – he stopped. Let's see what he does. <laughs> well, Chick-fil-A's going to open back up before, we, before I open up. because. But that was a very scary situation. But the professionalism that exists not only on the stage but in this room and the people that are working it and then the uh, equipment – have up here is second none there's nobody that has the and visual equipment like they have laughing gas <laughs> so compare this grand reopening to the original opening what do we have any pros and cons things that worked better the first time things that are working better this time all right so honestly i mean the uh you know the the nerves on my part were almost exactly the same. Really, you know, and wow. they really and and I'll buy all rights and means they shouldn't have been. I mean, um, we I had a grand opening and I had mm-hmm. a grand opening when I opened the doors and didn't know if anybody was going to show. Right. Um, that the pro of this second time around was that we did have almost a year of people who have been following us and waiting in the anticipation and so. Uh, to open those doors ahead of time and already have when I can look at the website and see that I've already got you know 150 tickets sold um, it's a it's a sigh of relief but then it's also more anxiety because now like he said I got you know I got a good four staff members back out of 19 and so luckily the four are backbone people but um, for example servers I didn't get any you know, they just, for whatever reason, you know, serving isn't a full-time job. I mean, it's always a secondary job and or people moved away or whatever. So every server I have, um, no matter if you're the best server at Applebee's or wherever, I mean, you cannot compare to what I'm going to ask you to do in this room. Mm-hmm. The volume, the speed, the, the timing, um, you know, you can be as arrogant as you want about how good you are, but until you see it, and then I saw it last night where... Um, you know, by the time we're trying to get checks together, get it out, drop it down. And, and when we had our meetings and I explained the whole scientific process of how this runs, I mean, you don't, it's not walk up, ask them if they want a beer and then they pay you at the table. I mean, you, we, you know, we have a whole system that has to be done and it sounds easy, but when these lights go off and all that's on are the ones on the stage and some, nobody's paying attention to you, they just want to make sure that when they look at you or they say, yeah, I'll take another one that you're going to take care of them because mm-hmm. they want to pay attention to the show. And so we have to do our job to not distract the show. And all I can pray for, which the first time around I was on the phone with the computer system the whole night because nothing was working. Right. But this time I knew what to do. I knew how to work it, you know, so get a new computer. System. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, um, can only go so long. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm very fortunate and uh, to have a lot of really good friends in the industry uh, from St. Louis. So, you know, people who have worked at the Funny Bone with me, people who, his daughter, um, she's worked some high volume, high speed, I mean, in a big city, you know. So she came down and, you know, to her, uh, she was just like, all right, tell me what to do. I explained it one time, she knew what to do, and she was helping cover all six servers, you know, making sure that they were backed up. Um, 
And the one thing that I can really appreciate is that our audiences uh, do understand that it's all new and there's a learning curve. And it's going to take us a couple of weeks to get that down, you know. So um, even though everything went great, the show went great, um, he didn't die. Um, you know, like everything, everything went perfect. <laughs> Show went great. I'm and not. He didn't die in that order. I can't. Show me didn't die. Number two. That's answer. why we. Well, that's why he puts that bit in the last 15 minutes of the set too. Um, no, I never dreamed that somebody made plastic cards. <laughs> right. Um, so. You no, know, so what, what you're trying to say is so. It's again. He's he's so humble. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we first opened, his instructions to me were, you know, but and he goes, Buzz. I need you to go out there and kill it every single night. And I did. I, I, at that time, I headlined for a practice week for industry people, and then we had our, re, our real grand opening. This time, I started calling him in May and going, hey, I'm hearing about Chuckles over in Ohio that's open and doing shows. And it went from me having to kill it that he said, I'm not going to open that club until I've – and he's, he's – let me tell you a story, and it's, uh, it's a true story. He called me Jeff one night, and we're both named Jeff. My real name's Jeff. And he called me and said, uh, you know, all these people, when it gets to be the end of it on a ventilator, they get put places, and they're by themselves, and they that's how their life ends. Mm -hmm. He will never leave somebody that he takes to that place by themselves. Even if it's after his shift, he stays there. If it's eight hours, ten hours, whatever, he stays there. And so when he goes, Jeff, I'm not going to open up until I can reopen, and it's safe. And then when I came down here and saw the work he did, uh, if you know him, I mean, he ran my m merchandise and my safety for 20 years. And so if you know him, you know that he's not going to sit here and toot his own horn. He'll Now, he'll he'll make up all sorts of things about his daughter and everything else, like she owns a club. And so um, – but he's just loving her, and he's loving Cape, and he loves people. And it's, it takes a village. It takes a, it takes taking care of your brother, all that stuff. And, and then every night, I think that's why I was freaking out. I could have been done. I could have just left and gone out. But I wanted to come back up here and give them every single thing they wanted. And that's what he's trying to do. But he's already got that part taken care of in the daylight. It, when it's nighttime, he's making sure that every person in here has a wonderful time, has a fair check. And then if they, they have any kind of issue, he addresses it. Who else gives out their phone number to uh, let me tell you how you can fix that. You know, and uh, he listens to him. I've sat, we've got these six, nine, you know, however big he is, sitting there talking to somebody. He's listening the whole time, and his answer is never. <laughs> it's always, uh, well, I'll think about what you said, and I'll be in touch. And I'm like, I can fix this right now. <laughs> and uh, he's not like that. And so that's what that's another thing that uh, my girlfriend, Devin, she's, uh, re she's we're real concerned. We've been living on uh, an apocalypse. We live out really nowhere. I mean, z there's not anybody around where we live. And so we didn't have to worry about most of the time in the pandemic. You know, we wore a mask, but it wasn't those little safety things. It was roll night. And so, but, um, you know, coming here, we had concerns about that. And then uh, when I talked to Jeff, and and we talk a lot. We talk, you know, a couple times a week. And when I'm talking to him, he's he's telling me about what he's doing to work forward. And he's using, you know, CPAPs and all these different words and, you know, definitions and, and algorithms and anagrams. And are those real things? <laughs> yeah. And so he uses all these. And I'm like, yeah, and trying to Google on my computer the whole time going, Oh yeah, you're right. Kennedy did have COVID. 
And then, um, <laughs> hey, look, I got to get back to my cartoons. And so, uh, but I mean, now it is, it's immaculate. Look, this is the night after a show mm. and it's still absolutely gorgeous in here, yeah. but they'll wipe it all down. They'll have candles up, lights on the floor where everybody can see. They'll have hand sanitizers. They're going to have anything you want. The bathrooms are ridiculously clean. In fact, the hotel I'm staying in is absolutely nasty. And so if I've got to go to the restroom, I have to put on clothes, get in the car, come over here, go in there. Cause you can put your feet up. They got magazines. You can do your hair in there. Got a blow dryer. And so then I can go back over there to the bubble glow head jury and go back up to my room and uh and not have to lay in the same thing somebody laid in last night and so um i feel sorry for who stays there next that, that was you last night i know and i wouldn't want to lay in <laughs> you've never you've never gone hey did you just get out of the hot tub let me get in you're always like okay so 105 degrees kills I'm still going to give it an hour. La, Lila, Lila, do not get in his pool. Bring the bleach. His, his daughter called me one time, I guess at midnight their time, 1 o'clock in the morning, goes, by that triple dog dare you to take clothes off and run out and dive in your pool. This is like in November or December. And just granted, it's freezing. But in in uh, South Carolina, if it gets down to be 50, people are like, we better buy milk and bread and toilet paper because everybody does that because you never know how long we're going to be in here. And so I, I stripped down, went out there and got on the diving board and whew, and uh, he always says, if no pictures, it didn't happen. Well, he's got video. He's got video of me riding a, <laughs> uh, what was that, a Razor? A Razor scooter. A Razor scooter off her. She had one of those little uh, jungle playgrounds. Jungle playgrounds off the top roof. She's going, Buzz, if you ride it off there, we can get video of it. And I'm at the time medicated, and I'm like, oh, we can do this. And, and, I, and uh, Charlie. American flag in your tooth. I got an American flag in my tooth. Man, my, my tooth. I mean, the, <laughs> Kara built the other ones. I'm still proud of the one that's mine. And that's what I hold on to everything with. My jello, my pudding, everything. Soup. And so I got them up there, and I go off the top of after, the – After about a 10-minute speech – just well, I mean, I got to tell everybody <laughs> bye. Yeah. You know, Knievel didn't just jump. He rode up there. I know it seems weird that he go would turn climb, around and go back. He would climb all the way up there and not just do it. I don't know if he was trying to build up the nerve or what, mm -hmm. but because um, he's not very wordy, you know, he he's really hard to get to open up. But uh, right. I'll have to show you the video when we're done. This thing is great. Talk but, about when I did it. That no, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Wordy. I had to teach it. So, Lila knows CPR. Let's just say. No, that. she does not. So, so <laughs> she does not. So, um, and you could hear Kara's in the background going, I am not having anything to do with this. This ends up in the ER. We all know this. Do not let. So, I go off the first time and, and I'm, I'm trying to get off the top and then hit the slide. And I think that the slide will hold me and I'll go all the way down. I don't even get off the top before I've got this thing in this. And I'm I, and like an idiot. I hold my, my flag and I hit the ground face first and the flag's. Now it's coming out my throat, and uh, Lila goes, uh, I didn't push cord. <laughs> and so then I got to do it again, and this I'm t every time I'm taking it to a higher thing. And then the third time, huh, third time I get off the top, and I'm like, whoo, just turn the wheel a little bit. I hit that diving board or the slide, which ended up being a diving board because it took me down low, and then it threw me. I let loose of everything, even the flag, and I land. And I go so far as to hit the mooring on the deck, the <laughs> concrete thing, hit my head and my chest and everything. I roll over and I'm going, oh. and Lila goes, got this, and comes over. And I think she did like a knee drop on my 
my chest. I don't remember. It was just a blur to me. It's like I, a Greg the Hammer Valentine. Knee oh, it was some kind of Randy yeah. Savage, Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> she does this thing, and he's going, no, no, here's how you do CPR. And I'm going, no, no. I see Nanny. Just let me go on. I want to taste that biscuits and gravy. Are we going to be able to find this video on her YouTube page? Oh, that that'd be great. It, we, it, you it, should it, put it on we, your. It can uh, be added. I, I will. <laughs> we will make sure it's everywhere because uh, we we hadn't had the couple times sign off on it yet. But couple okay. times you're gonna need some of that little blurry stuff because uh, the second time I think I got undressed real quick because I had an incident and uh, <laughs> I can't afford to lose another one. And so, uh, <laughs> but anyway, good times. <laughs> <laughs> We take the holidays serious at the Johnson yeah, House. Yeah, like yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, so, Buzz, same question, man. Last yes. time versus this time. How do you how do you see it? What was the pros? Last and cons? time, um, I was so excited about. Um, I mean, the narcissism. I mean, who loves Buzz more than Buzz? Right. So, uh, I was so excited. His daughter Peyton. Her dog loves me way more than she does. <laughs> Her dog slept in my bed. Cash, come up here. Um, but the last time I was so excited about being the first one because I knew the names, Billy Gardell, Liam, all these really big, I mean, people. The guy that won America Got Talent came the next the week after me or something like that. All these really big names were going. And so it was really a, a big feather in my cap. And so I, I remember, like, getting dressed at noon. And, and, you know, doing all sorts of things, writing on the walls, which don't stay there anymore, of uh, my act, you know, and just going through and memorizing what I was going to do and trying to do different stuff. And uh, this time I knew that uh, as this is reopening, so many people have been asking me, when are you going to be back in Missouri? We have people from Chicago, St. Louis, Benton, uh, Gooseneck uh, Reservoir, Goose Creek, Goose Creek uh, you know, everybody up there, they came on their gators. They just got uh, – they're out there four-wheeling down 55, passing people. Goose Creek goons. Goose Creek goons. Tonight. Yeah, they'll hit the nitrous. You know, go around that truck. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, it was just what a wonderful feeling to have people come – I mean, to drive that far. Mm -hmm. uh, I know nobody would drive from here to Jackson to see Nickelback. And so, uh, <laughs> once you get to that point where you know that people are coming in and going – and after the show going, uh, my faith hurts. And then also going, why didn't you do the joke about uh, – and I'm going, how does that go again? Because, you know, the memory – these people that are on the medication suppositories are going to the, the deposit. Uh, anyway, the medical CBDs is going to do the same thing to them as they did to me. But coming this time here and realizing everything that's on the line, because whoever opens up is going to it's going to be fine. It doesn't matter who's the opening act this week. It's going to be matters is if they really do show up and. Uh, Thursday night I was hoping for 25, 30 people and everything you see right here was sat. And then last night there's people up in those, the sitting behind the, the rails. And then uh, tonight's show is supposed to be the same thing. The second show is, uh, is light, but I think that's one time when, um, when people are going to really take some time. I hope that everybody will to really uh, give, take, take a moment and think about what happened 20 years ago today and really in your heart. Don't just the five you know, branches of the military, but the firemen, 
the men in blue, and then all of these frontline workers from Monk, uh, my daughter, to Jeffy, to everybody. And that's what's a great thing about watching you guys is that you guys really bring a lot of honesty. And, and, and it's really it's, it's hard when you listen to these podcasts. Everybody's got some kind of jaded schedule. My grandfather used to come into the living room every night and go, when the news comes on, he goes, they say good evening and then spend 30 minutes telling you why it's not. And um, you guys have got a really positive message. You always look for the upside. And, uh, and in me, there's always been a lot of really highs. I live not between 1 and 10. I'm either like 9, 10, 15, 30, a million, or I'm 3, 1, minus 5, minus 50, uh-oh, <laughs> handcuffs. And so, uh, you know, we really need to get back to working together. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat, Republican, uh, gay, straight, black, white, male, female, whatever you're doing in here, if somebody's up here being really funny, you're getting a really great drink, and um, you see everybody else laughing, it makes it okay. A lot of times you might find something funny, and then in, you have to look at your spouse or your partner and go, uh, <laughs> uh, that's wrong, what he said. I am going to get some licorice and tie knots in it, though. And so... Um, you know, this time was the pressure was I want to come here and do as good a job as I can and perform as well as I'm able to because not only is Laughing Gas's name and my name and everything else associated, but the people that you have on your show, I mean, you guys have some really, really diversified, great entertainment on your show, and all of us have been wanting to do what we do best for so long. And so for you guys, unless you're going now, we're going to talk about the third season, fourth episode of the Andy Griffith Show. Now, Opie, he gets in a lot of trouble, but Barney comes along and nips it in the bud. And so I'm, I'm sure that you guys are thrilled about, uh, you know, going, hey, what do you got coming out or what are you promoting or what's going on? And um, that is what happened this time. And I think that's why it affected me so much when last night that uh, thing got stuck in my throat. And then I was going, I'm going to let him down. And they were like, him, I wasn't even worried about it until I got back into the green room and was trying to do anything I could to clear my airway that I went, you know, Houdini, he got sucker punched. Everything you hear about all these people is something went wrong with something they've taken for granted. He said, mm -hmm. after 20 years of doing that, I can't believe something happened because it's a palm. It's not even supposed to be where it was, but then her doing the mean place thing, <gasps> I did that, and then it got, it was since it was a plastic card, instead of being paper, it didn't just cave away or whatever, it just stuck, and uh -huh. there was no getting it in or getting it out. And uh, and then after the show, there's all these people, that was so funny when you did that. I'm a nurse, or I'm a doctor, and I'm I'm like, well, where the hell were y'all? <laughs> I'm up there going, the only word I said for the, the whole time was paddles. Paddles. <laughs> the guy the guy needs a respiratory therapist, but he tags the respiratory therapist to come in and fill in so he can go back there and not clear his own airway. That's a, uh, right. <laughs> I've seen his work. A lot of things didn't work out the way they probably should have. It worked out episode. exactly the way it was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, it did. I mean, and then he killed it. A lot of times I'm funny and handed me, and then there's now. And so... But that uh, tells you a lot about the people that were here. We had the like, people that own uh, the Harley shop in Scott City. We had a nurse from... Uh, Kentucky we had I mean we had we had it's a great conglomerate a great little uh, petri dish of America and and they all did something that you don't have to do anything except 
if you laugh and laugh and are genuinely just let your mind and body react the way they're supposed to, a reflex, and then you look around and see everybody else doing it, then uh, that's a cool thing. That's where we need to get back to in starting. We need to address, I really hate that we have two parties. I wish that every single thing was, how do you feel about this issue? How do you feel about this issue? I don't like signing on for everything you say. I, I'm right behind you. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I mean, I could go back for probably 2,000 presidents and tell you something I didn't agree with everything, you know. I didn't believe Abraham Lincoln when he said 50% of stuff on the Internet's fake. And I was like, I don't know. You know <laughs> Google's pretty tight. You know, it's really, it's, really, it's really fantastic for me. And this is something that actually um, alleviates a lot of that anxiety I was telling you about is when we opened these doors before – we, we had nothing. We had no followers. Nobody knew, you know, mm -hmm. and, and having all that communication over the last year and a half of people, you know, waiting, you know, uh, and they came out in droves because the thing about comedy is not only do I want that um, that family vibe between the staff, I want the staff to care about each other and make sure that everybody's doing a good job. There's a family vibe between myself and the comedians, but I also want the people who come here to come here because not only do they enjoy it, you know, I mean, all, all like business aspects aside, I mean, obviously I got to make money to stay open and all that kind of stuff. But, um, man, the joy that it gives me to see all the faces, like that's the most rewarding thing of all of it. And so when I get to stand in the back and talk for an hour and a half to people, I mean, everybody come up, I don't, I don't, I don't need the thank yous. I just need the, that was awesome, you know? Right. And so the, the pat on the back type stuff is not where I need to be, but you know, so it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome to know that like the support that this community has given me this whole time mm -hmm. and it just doesn't stem from Cape Girardeau, you know, I mean, it, I mean, there's there's not a comedy club within a hundred miles. I mean, you can you go to St. Louis, you go to Memphis, you can go to Louis, you can go to Louisville, you can go to Indy, Hot, Hot Spring, Little Rock, Arkansas. I mean, there's the, not a comedy club of this quality within five hundred miles. You know, so it's it's just really awesome that these that these people uh, are starting to tell their other friends, Word and mouth, and baby. now we can start off with you know just you know I, numbers are numbers don't mean a lot to many people. And um, but when you look at something like a social media and Facebook uh, for for laughing gas has six thousand followers. I mean that that just blows my mind. I got seventeen. <laughs> and and seventeen. I mean like at least know, at least thirteen of his are following me. Um, right. You know. <laughs> um, but it's just it's something that that takes away a lot of the anxiety of knowing that hey they know we exist and. I know the question that goes around town all the time is if they don't recognize the name, you know, if I did, cause I did, you know, I, I don't disappoint when I tell people I'm bringing in some big acts, I'm bringing in some big acts, household names, you know, and I, I didn't disappoint last year with the Leanne Morgan, the Billy Gardell, Thanks, the Mark. Buzz Sutherland's, you know, like when I bring in these household names, they're going to sell out. There's no doubt about it, but I want people to understand that no matter who is on that schedule, whether you've seen them or not, um, the answer to the, sh the question is, are they any good? Yeah. You know, because we just don't bring anybody up here. You know, this, this, this logo and this stage to me are the, you know, the most important of the integrity of comedy. And so, you know, like 
you, if somebody just walks in the door and says, I'm a comedian, well, yeah, look, why don't you go on that one over there and show me what you got? Because this one, I want people to know when they see that logo anywhere that it doesn't matter when you come out, you know. And, and Buzz touched on earlier, you might not like a joke you did or you might not like, you know, you, but that's why you have more than one comic on a show too, you yeah. know. So, you know, um, you never have to worry about is it a good show. It's always going to be a good show. It's going to be a great show. And you know what? This speaks volumes for it. The, we keep talking about the reopening. Uh, Thursday night, um, first show back, standing ovation. And so comedy clubs, that's rare. I mean, it happens on Saturday night. It happens on Friday night sometimes. And, yeah. But uh, first night back, every single person that could stood. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, what's wrong with you? And then he rolled up here and said, look, man, uh, you were great. And I was like, well, hey, I'm sorry, man. I hope it gets better. And he's like, I don't have legs. Well, I know that me and you've had the conversation actually about openers, and I wanted to mention that too. Like the, you know, the standard that you're setting isn't just the main acts. It's all the way down to the openers. Absolutely. You're not going to bring somebody in here who isn't a heavy hitter also. And but I want to talk about that too. Like you have a lot of local guys from St. Louis or Cape too that are heavy hitters in the area too. Yeah, I mean St. Louis, uh, you know, and, and people don't give St. Louis enough credit for what they produce in comedy. You know, I mean, everybody. There's, I mean, people. There are certain cities where people um, attribute to, I guess, growing comedians. You know, Cleveland is one of those cities. You know, Cincinnati is one of those cities. And people don't really realize what all came out of St. Louis. I mean, there's a lot of great comics that came out of St. Louis. And, uh, you know, even from our own local area here, I mean, Cedric the Entertainer went to SEMO. Right. I mean, like, he's, you know, he's a Missouri guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, so. Did Sweeney go to the- Sweeney was in SEMO. Right, Sweeney, you know, Sweeney went to SEMO. Sweeney, I mean, and he graduated. He was a Marine. You know, I mean, we, we the, a lot of the people that I bring down, uh, St. Louis has a lot more opportunity for those guys who are up and coming to uh, to work their material. Yeah, Bubba's so, Chuckle Hut. There's all sorts of things up there. There's, yeah, I mean, there, there's there's bar shows everywhere. There's only two comedy clubs, but there's bar shows everywhere. And then you have your theaters, your pageants, and the Fox and things like that. That that are you know, but that's fine. You know, if they can get anywhere that they can work out their stuff. Once I've seen how far they've gotten, I'm not. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to be like a a testing site you know I, i'm not i, I don't really I, don't, I value the fact that these people are paying to get in and if you're going to pay to get in you you shouldn't be disappointed mm-hmm. you know I, I mean out of a 90 minute show if you can tell me that there was a joke you didn't like <laughs> or maybe there was a subject that you prefer somebody didn't talk about you buy an album and like all the songs yeah right. i mean most time we buy the album for the, the the number one single that was released on it and mm-hmm. then most people don't even listen to the other ones right. but the beautiful thing about what happens up here is even though he's here he's here for <laughs> you know he's here he's here quick for four shows this week you could come to all four shows and because it's live it's going to be different every show mm-hmm. you might hear a couple of the same lines but they it depends on where they lead or to you might see a stunt and I, <laughs> I might risk my life not knowing it uh-huh. hey before we have, this little girl has to go so uh-huh. we're going to say bye to this kid i love you too, All right. Dad. We're really glad you came on. So she's, we, uh, she's my she's my best. I love so you, Lila. Lila L Y L A H Jazz J A Z Z L P six S's at the end. If you want to watch some of the greatest content that's going to be coming out, and I'll be on her there. her station. She's going to interview he'll, me. He'll be funnier. I'll be looking forward to the <laughs> interview. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have anything you want to tell everybody before you go? Like. Um, 
see you on tell YouTube. me you're hungry and that they need to come support us so I can afford to feed you. See you on feed YouTube. Feed me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Make I, it I rain. her only her whole wardrobe is laughing gas shirts. I mean, you know, winter's coming. It's the only kid that um, goes to school with like sixty koozies, <laughs> five t-shirts. What size? You know, she's got great grades, but she, she earned them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm bye, great bye, with bye. kids. Bye, Lila. You don't give me any trouble bye, about that little girl. I love, hey, sweet lady. <laughs> I love uh, Lila. I, 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 I had a kid's, uh, well, I didn't do anything. I, <laughs> I had a kid's television show. <laughs> I, I started off in Casey, 25 years of real rock radio, and 27 horrible ones. And so um, when I did that thing that, uh, on the actually was on Stephen DC. I was doing uh, them one day, and we used to do these things. And I oh, I feel so good. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And then in '91, when Al Gore invented the internet, then it went global. It just went crazy, and then I was able to work everywhere. And they're going, Buck Sullivan. No, it's Buzz <laughs> Sullivan. Buzz Sutherland's gonna be here. Who? And then they go, you know the guy that does the duck thing? Where? And so then they'd go see me. And so then I'd start watching all the other television shows, you know, Rugrats. I think they're bringing uh, them back. And oh, then, really? Yeah, I know. They're pumped, uh, too. Yeah. You better be yeah. pumped about I'm a excited. lot of them. I am. And uh, congratulations, buddy. And so uh, I loved uh, Little Bill. I love Little Bill. And then... Um, Are you allowed to still? Uh, no. 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 Nope. Turns out Little Bill wasn't Little Bill. He... Uh, <laughs> He's a chemist, <laughs> and uh, he got to go to timeout. <laughs> Little Bill went and did some timeout, and uh, it aged him real bad if you Google it. And then, uh, but I'd watch, uh, I'd watch, uh, man, what are some of those other, my favorites when I was watching them? With, uh, you know, one of my favorite things, my little boy, I, his Facebook will bring up memories. Mm -hmm. And the other day, it could bring up one from 2010, and I, I was in Singapore. And I, was text, I had texted him, hey, man, I just got the first pick in our fantasy draft. What do you think we should do? And his return was, hmm, something smart. And I wrote back, we haven't tried that. <laughs> and then Sam goes, uh, it's easy. Get the Green Lantern. And I'm like, okay. But I didn't know Ocho Cinco, or I didn't know who the Green Lantern was. But – I drafted the Green Lantern, and it turns out I was last in the draft after you go all the way through it and get back to me because he – but that's the way a child thinks. And then all those kids that sat around and watched uh, Steve on Blue's Clues, you know, you're a big fan. Oh, yeah, for I sure. love Steve. I, Steve was always – yeah, you're right. That's exactly <laughs> what we're going to do today. And then when you get home from school – I promise you I will. I'll be here. So let's get out our crayon and our notebook, and we're going to draw. Wait, Mr. Salt and Pepper. Oh, Mr. Mr. Salt, Mrs. And Salt and Pepper. He has to see everything through color. He's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> oh, I know Steve. Steve made an announcement, and I don't ask me why. I, I'm not. Okay, so maybe I'll follow him on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> he actually he made an announcement. He, goes, uh, he's, he mentioned something about... Um, uh, his years on Blue's Clues, and then how his brother took over for him. Uh, I don't know if it was a brother from another mother. But <laughs> no, it was but what happened was Steve I, I, got <laughs> together with Dora, and which is the meanest mom in the world, kicks a kid out of the house every morning, gives him a backpack, a monkey, and a map, and says, find it your own self. You don't even speak English. 
So for those of, you, those of you who are big Blues Clues Steve's fan, um, man, check that out because the 25-year anniversary of, uh, of that guy's show and he couldn't be more proud to be pumping it but it's that's this is you not sound fake like you're pretty proud these <laughs> Dude, I, mean, too, man. I got my i got my vcr set what are you talking VCR, about vcr that takes you to, you know what they're gonna be coming out with tivo soon <laughs> i can't believe it's been 25 years though that's crazy when, when i know and, 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 and wow. he's and he's only 19 so i don't understand no not anymore right, yeah. that glasses those glasses are bigger and the hat's bigger i'm the only one that still looks that's, like they that's did. waldo Hmm? That was Waldo with I the glasses. I never can find him. I don't know. <laughs> I can find him with the man with the beard every time. <laughs> and them two boys kissing. No, 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 no. no. Well, no. I, I do feel like the timing has been important. It, it sounds a little dramatic, but right. I know a lot of people that have been in quarantine right. have been you know, anxious, scared. Some of them have been sick. You know, the times have been crazy and just itching to get back out and see comedy, see concerts, you know, just get together again. And, and there, there's something special about being with people, like-minded people, seeing the same thing right. and enjoying that. You know, there's something special right. about entertainment in that way. It is a, it's a group activity, you know, right. and it's a, it's a team sport. And we've missed that for a long time, you know, and I know that and you guys were missing it. And missing being in here and seeing the people and, and hosting the comics and being the comics and um i, I think that I, I can see this grand reopening probably getting some some strong momentum and really doing some good um, well, at the in end the of community the four weeks and, i'm talking about well, ginger billy yeah i mean we, we right have, yeah right we have three yes. weeks we have three weeks to get the staff trained and i don't expect it to be dead for three weeks but um, if you know who Ginger Billy is, oh yeah, he's he's got five million followers on Facebook, YouTube guy. I mean, yeah. I I negotiated a deal with him. He's coming in here Friday, the first and second of October. I put it online four weeks ago. It sold out in two weeks. So now, nice. I mean, a month ahead of time. Celine Dion called me you know. to work here after she saw that. <laughs> So uh, I mean, just just things like that. I mean, I mean, and that's and that's and that's what I'm used to seeing out of out of this community. I mean, the second yeah. I put something up there that everybody's interested in, and if I can if I can strongly suggest to anybody out there who's paying, if you listen to one word I'm saying, if you want tickets to a show, buy them the second you think you want them, mm -hmm. because if you just walk up to the door on any given night expecting to get in, yeah, it may not happen. There are times where it will. But if you don't buy the ticket ahead of time, um, a guy last night only wearing cellophane, he didn't get in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's what happens. You like you're talking about. We all we were all COVID quarantined, all that. Not a lot of people. Well, you know what? I'm gonna read some Dickens or Waldo or what are they were trying to further their education. A lot um, of people did things that weren't. Like you know, we live, my where Devin and I live in South Carolina. Our property backs up to South Carolina uh, State Forest and state ground. You know, it's mm -hmm. just beautiful, beautiful country. And I went up in the attic in our house, and where you got a frog. You know, uh, I went up there with him one time too. He fell through the roof. He fell through into the <laughs> living room. There's a big. We fixed it, but it was awesome. <laughs> is, that a, is that a true story? That's a true story. He came over. They come over for New Year's and a couple other yeah. times. They've been out there and. And Only uh, one leg, though. I didn't fall through. Yeah, because that 12-inch that, that oh. beam caught him right there. It, yeah. it, big big Jeffy and little Jeffy. <laughs> and, but so anyway, uh, I'm up there, and I go up there, and I'm going, well, we could really make a studio up here. And then all of a sudden, 
all these bats come flying out of anywhere. And so I, I found out you can make these bat uh, houses, and I put them at the edge of the woods in our, not in our backyard, but in the, there's a pasture, and then there's this, these woods. And so then I'm out there with a scatter gun, a 12 gauge, and and it's right before it gets dark, and I'm out there, and I've got my back to anything in the world, and I'm just waiting for them to come to the house towards their their house, the bat house. And I get a tap on his soldier, soldier or shoulder, and I turn around, and there's two Boy Scout-looking kids. They're probably 25 years old, and I turn around, and, I, and they're looking at me like, "What are you doing?" And I go, "I need to ask you something." And he goes, "What?" And I said, "What's the limit on bats?" And he goes, "All right, buddy. Well, we're just checking on you." <laughs> uh, but we fire some pretty high artillery weapons <laughs> back there, but it's my property. And so uh, yeah. we have some in the woods. There's some uh, buildings that are over 200 years old. In fact, we invented this little thing. Scary Mary lives in one of them because they're all dilapidated, but they're way back in the woods. And, and so we tell Lila that we'll make a, a treasure hunt where she has to go to the mailbox, get the next clue, go upstairs, and where's the hole that Daddy fell through? And then <laughs> go down to your bedroom, and then she gets clues and has to go in the woods with uh, – with, um, and there was and a, a treasure flashlight. map. And and there's a treasure map, and then we have a little string set up where you hit it and something will fall, and she gets scared, and, and then I forget we've got it in there, and I'm, I'm pulling it out again going, and then I remembered that she puts blanks in my gun. and, and the middle, My gun, not my. The middle of the treasure hunt, we're out there, and his dog, Jesse Jane, starts going crazy because some bear's probably creeping up on us in the woods, and we we're all like, let's turn around and go back. Now, we'll finish this tomorrow. You know, We got some goats. We got a bear that goes through there. There's a wild boar that lives back there. We got two dogs, Jesse Jane and Maverick, and we're soon going to have uh, Cash living out there with us. And um, um, we have a unicorn. That's what I hate about eBay. I bought a unicorn coat. All wow. Right? I mean, Forty-seven eighty, four thousand seven hundred eighty dollars. I get it. This took forever. It took like two and a half weeks. Amazon. I'm like, I'm gonna get. Oh, there's somebody at the door, and I didn't push purchase yet. And he's like, he's about to push purchase on this. And there you go. It's okay. And you have it. It's a root. Uh, it's a float for the swimming pool. But um, what was I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, you were talking about bats, right. and, and then we went to Lila doing the treasure hunt, right. and then we went to bears. Right. And unicorns. And, uni and unicorns. So, that's where we, I yeah. buy unicorns. See, I've seen if you're listening, and you're not, and so that's why <laughs> I'm, I'm depending on all y'all, all right? Um, but I get this unicorn, and it's just like a, a little Shetland pony, and it's got a little place right here that's been sanded down, and they, that's where the horn was. So I don't know if I've got a magic animal or one that just didn't quite make it at the SEMO fair this year. You know, it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. <laughs> well, we do appreciate having you fellas on today. We appreciate your hospitality having us down here. Very, very excited. Very right, happy absolutely. that Laughing Gas Comedy is back up and running, operational, getting ready to gain steam. Well, the support you guys have given me since day one, I mean, uh, you know, everything I put on social media, you guys like share, comment, do things, and, and that means a lot to me. I mean, it's, um, well, it's the least you we know, can do, man. It, right? It's something where um, every little bit helps, you know, mm -hmm. and no matter if it's just me putting up a, a, a dumb picture of me in there looking like I want to cry. <laughs> uh, there were a few picture of me up here looking like I'm fatter than I've ever been in my entire <laughs> life. You know, um, Got a and I, and I have to, I have to give, um, you know, I, I hate to do plugs and things like that, but what I, I do have to do, I do have to thank like, you know, KFES 12 for first and mm -hmm. foremost. Absolutely. 
Yeah, um, we saw the buzz clip. Oh yeah, yeah that, that, uh, I, I watched it while you were on the news. Right. So that's going to be a, that's going to be a regular thing. They're allowed every Friday after the breakfast show at 7 a.m. They are going to have the comedians in. Right. That's awesome. Every Friday. And you Fantastic. know that blonde that, that uh, was interviewing me. Uh-huh. All day the next day she's banging on my hotel room door. Stop. I anyway, let her so, out. I let her out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but anyway, the uh, so KFES. I mean they they have they actually. They reached out to me over like probably three or four times over COVID, and they they did Zoom interviews with me. They 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 just kept laughing gas in people's minds. Mm-hmm. Every couple of months, they would throw something out there about the possibility or talking to me and, and giving. They were giving me more credit from what I was doing outside of here, and and that was really what I didn't want the focus to be on. I didn't want it to be in it and. They worded it as a they were proud to have somebody from K hometown hometown hero. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, <clears throat> I just I didn't I, I was so I couldn't I, I was I was really kind of taken back by the fact that they cared that much. I mean because I mean they're they're not just only in Cape, you know. I mean that, mm-hmm. that they cover a big area, and for them to let everybody know that out of all the businesses in town, they could have done that piece on anybody, and maybe they did. I could I don't get that channel in St. Louis. We first, <laughs> but, that's the difference too. We know. first started, you could we couldn't get anybody to participate in any kind of media. Yeah, nobody would step up except for you guys. And then now, you guys are going. When can we get in? We know you guys are busy every single day, and um, that's a great, great thing. I mean, it's and it is. The people who come out here go. And how many times do you hear? I didn't even know about this place. Well, it's a one-stop party shop. You know, you come in here, you laugh. You go to Krispy Kreme, get you a, a dozen. You realize what you've done. You go to Planet Fit Man over here or whatever it is, and you ride a, a one of them treadmills going, I should have never stopped there. I should just go there and go home or get one. Or I need a dozen. I'll just keep going on this thing. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a great thing. And Cape is uh, – the word is like you guys. It's, uh, it's, it's not only – uh, doing well, they, a great they had job. to travel to get here. They're not local. You, you know? think I live here, South Carolina? <laughs> open your, pop your map all the way over. I bought the plane ticket. That's right. I thought they, they didn't fly in. Farmington doesn't have an airport yet. <laughs> well, one day it's a dream. Cape does. It's international <laughs> airport. We do have an airport. We just don't have a plane to fly in. So where do you live? In the Farmington area. Oh, right. they, they, is, they got kids. You can build your own. Yeah. He's also oh, yeah. Or zip Bezos line. Y'all need those, a zip yeah. line. <laughs> got a point, yeah. Um, bring just equipment that works. Like, like I said, those, some of these, some of these, some of these local, some of these local businesses that have really stepped up, you know, and, and I, um, I'd be remiss if I didn't give, um, my landlord, Jack Ford, who owns Slumberland and this whole plaza. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the most patient man in the entire world with, uh, I mean, I don't think he had much of a choice. It wasn't like anybody was beating down the door to take the building. But, I mean, he, he's he been with me, and he's got my back 100% of the way. And uh, the fact that he allowed me to just leave this place the way it was to where I could walk mm-hmm. in and just go back in. Uh, so, I mean, him being a local business owner and sitting here and suffering through COVID as much as he could trying to sell furniture and, and with all the shortages of wood and all this. I mean, like, yeah. I couldn't believe the stuff that he must have been going through. And then – you know, here I am, you know, having pity parties calling with my unhappy hour at eight in the morning when I'm sitting on the porch drinking beer because I took my kegerator to the apartment. <laughs> but he's worked a seven o'clock at night to seven o'clock at morning shift. Right, and so right. when you come home from seeing what he's seeing, open up the emails of dealing what he's dealing with, you know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a very hard thing. That's what people don't get is that 
it is a lot of work that goes into making a podcast. There's a lot of work that goes into putting on a great show, mm -hmm. and it's a serious thing behind that. The way you gentlemen talk to each other is way different than the way y'all are so kind and cordially on this this program. Sure. And the same thing with him, but in all seriousness, that's what makes things work, and that's mm -hmm. why I'm trying to tell everybody that when uh, when we get all done with this podcast or Facebook Live or whatever, that you take a minute and you think about all those things. And I've been to 126 countries, and people will always tell me, well, what's your favorite country you've ever been to? And uh, the correct answer is the United States of America because uh, I was on an aircraft carrier in, Os in, uh, Oman, uh, ooh, in Muscat, Oman, and uh, my, my attache took me into town because I needed toothpaste. And we go in to get toothpaste, and uh, we go to the drugstore, and he wants 40 Rahman. And so I give him 40 Rahman, and I get the little white box. And we started walking back to the aircraft terminal, we're carrying, we're talking. And he goes, you didn't even look in that box. You don't know what you got. And I open up, it's a white tube. And I go, I know, I got a white tube. And he goes, you don't know what's in there. It could be, you know, whatever. And I look, and it's minty or whatever. But, you know, if you go to any store, CVS, Walgreens, Walmart, Dollar General, and anything you go to, and you say, I need toothpaste, they go, go down to 1A, and that's toothpaste, you got 292 choices, and if you go to 1B, that's got whitening all the way down to your polygrip, and then it's got stuff to even fix what you've got in going on in your face. <laughs> and, and, uh, and so we have, in America, we do have choices, and we do, uh, even though it's 50-50 or whatever about who's political or who's feeling this way or whatever, it's 100% about having a good time, doing the right thing, and supporting those who support us. And our our first responders on this special day of 9-11, I cannot thank you enough, and the men and women around the world, just that not even the, the ones that uh, dealt with this amazing situation in Afghanistan, but the ones you don't know about in Reykjavik, uh, Iceland, or in, um, you know, in the Philippines, just they're, they're, they're their families miss them every bit as much as uh, it is, is portrayed. And so, we have a lot of, of, of people that don't get, and our teachers, you know, people want to think first responders. They want to think, our teachers have been through, I mean, the last two years, virtual today, or are we having them in school, or, I mean, it's a, it's a hell of a job. I have mm -hmm. so much respect for people, like my daughter, like my, my buddy, uh, like all these guys who do these things, because he's not going to get rich here. Mm -hmm. And uh, he could, at, at, uh, since Colt brought up the great fact, hey, this pandemic's been great for you it's picked up on business you know i wish somebody would come down with if i don't laugh i'm if i don't laugh i'm gonna die well then go up to the comedy club get you a shot and your diabetes will go away well that'd be great too but you know it's uh it's it's a really great thing when we work together and you see something that everything's stronger when the uh, fabric is woven and so i really really appreciate you guys i really appreciate him and i really appreciate all of the people who've come out and supported me and there's so many people that were here the first night that we're here last night and i've looked at this the names for tonight and they're coming back again tonight and for all of you people um you need to spend a little more time on my facebook because today when i checked to see who was coming i became top fan and that's weird <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate it's accurate but uh i'm not my top fan uh Devin is and baby i love you so much i can't wait to get home you know i'm sweet. super uh one thing well, i i I, I want to stress to uh, to everybody: the pandemic changed entertainment. 
And so movie theaters shutting down, Hollywood shutting down, um, comedy clubs shutting down. So the thing that has to happen is streaming is going to kill live entertainment. And I'm not, I'm not telling you to cancel your Netflix. I'm not telling you to do anything like that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> he can, yeah. Um, but what I do want to stress to you is that um, there is nothing like doing a live event whether it's your favorite band, whether it's comedy, whether it's going to the movie theater. Sex. Uh, have you tried VR? Sex. You can <laughs> <I'm>, I, <laughs> but wait, this, the whole, my, uh, my point is, um, from a wholesome aspect, is uh, you, live entertainment can't fade off into the distance. We don't want to remember the days when we went to a concert. We don't want to remember that, oh, you know, when, when, when you talk to somebody and you go like, you know, what was the first concert you went to? And, and they say, what's a concert? I mean, we don't want that to become obsolete. Um, well, Chris Hansen being in the kitchen when you get there to be obsolete, <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. So I, I really, I really encourage and I hope that anybody who never had an opportunity to come see a live comedy, if you love watching the stars on Netflix, you, you know, Chappelle and all these guys who put out fantastic material, they all had to start somewhere. They all had to start in a club like this. And so. You, and some of those people are coming here. And some of them are, I mean, you know. Look at your list. You've I'm got just, a Hall of Fame. I'm just going to tell you, like, if anybody say America's Got Talent, you've got if you guys are fans of America's Got Talent, uh, you know, Cam Bertrand is going to be here in a few weeks. He was one of the funniest guys starting there. Um, the guy that, uh, you know, we had Ryan Nee Miller um, from. He, he, you know, he came in second on the last season uh, before COVID. Um, you know, I mean, I've got a lot of surprises coming up for 2022, but if you go on there and see who's coming in the next six, eight weeks. I mean, everybody from John Caparulo to Reno Collier to uh, Erica Rhodes. Oh my gosh, one of the funniest women in the business. You know, like we have so much coming up, but you don't want to be the person who just stays home. You know, people ask me and, and they're pushing me to go do virtual shows, do virtual shows. I I believe that the, the live aspect of it is what's the most important thing, you know, and you will not get that same goosebump. I mean, he was getting goosebumps even walking on stage you know i get goosebumps listening to the laughs that energy that you get when you're here live is worth the price of admission um so i mean take the time experience it bring it's it's who you're with you know thursday nights are five bucks for ladies sometimes um you know we do but we do i mean when you check out the website n2ocomedy.com you'll see on nights we we have student nights where you can get in for five bucks if you're a cmo student have a college id uh ladies night on thursday nights five dollars to get in the the late show on saturday college kids you know you get in for a cheaper discount depending on who it is but it's all based on the comedian and you'll see that on the website the prices reflect that um but i still want i always try to make sure that whatever dollar you spend because i know how hard you work for your money that you're getting value and you're getting everything you want out of that money you spend so um while i enjoy marcus theater um i want to think that i'm giving you a better product and i got a new thing every week every every week there's a different show here well numbers tell you everything numbers to the end of the day 16 time college comedian of the year 126 countries uh the number of podcasts that i watch one cerebral cerebral entertainment (laughs) 
the podcast is, uh, hey, you know what? I had six of these uh, crowned. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to make a fresh batch of frozen Pepsis. Well, you know what? It's, uh, it's warm now. And so, but, I mean, um, you can tell a lot. Of, my mom used to, when I was little, she because you tell a lot about somebody who they hang around. And I just hated that bitch because she'd be right all the time she, i'd be hey i'd go out and Peyton, the, call your grandma and tell her not to watch uh, this. she had talked to her grandma since she was born and so um when i'd look around at my friends they got on judas priest shirt and i didn't know that i didn't see that coming at all neither did i see queen and i don't know how but uh but but now i look around at the people that i associate with and uh i couldn't be prouder i'm really really i'm grateful that you guys are here i'm grateful you. to be again i mean not only was I here the first week of both times, you guys, you guys were too. And we sat over there and talked for, I mean, over an hour. Mm -hmm. And today we've almost probably reached an hour. We're probably at two. We're, hour and a half. Hour and a half. We can walk away and let him finish this if we want. <laughs> oh, and, and you know what? <laughs> Tomorrow's Sunday. I'll still be open, Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Take and a it long will be, suck off the snotty. It'll be your pleasure. Well, it would. I, I have nothing to do unless you run out of that little frozen thing which you put the milk milk in there with the, what do you call that, jigger? In all reality, we actually both love Chick-fil-A, and we eat it, like, nonstop, so. Not me. You had two of them on the way down here. No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, just remember everything, uh, com comedy comedy so we're not bashing chick-fil-a we love chick-fil-a <laughs> and chick-fil-a chick-fil-a has helped was one of those companies that helped me they out end up closing <laughs> on How sunday can you get by? everybody <laughs> figures it out read it revelation 22 verse 1 through 4 colt never gets a talk can he talk now colt oh my bad buddy <laughs> colt that's right colt Colton Blaze, remember? Yeah, Colton Blaze. Colton Blaze. Got a new baby. I just, before we end, though. Yeah. Can he flex? Yeah, I, he have, can to, flex. I have to flex. Oh, I mean, Let's yeah, take I our mean, shirts off. I don't, want, I don't want the shirt to rip. I just no, want, I'll show you. We'll do no. a thing where I'll be the before picture, <laughs> and he can be the after. Uh-huh. How old are I you? I like it. 33. Oh, I got hair down here older than that. So, I'll be, you hold my microphone. I'll take off my shirt. And show you what it looks like when you get to be sixty, and then you <laughs> take off your shirt. I'm gonna keep my. I'm gonna keep mine on. Is that okay? No, no, no. no. I told you. No, I'll, I'll, I'll take off. I'll show you my my UT Martin thong. No, we're a family show. I know. Families want to see that pepperhead. It's, it's unique. <laughs> because at the end, at the end of this, take to the beach and what happens? At the end of this, we're gonna say who has the. We're gonna put a poll on Facebook Live that says. I can do a poll. I can get upside down. <laughs> Don't get this is gonna be the body. kind. This is gonna be the kind that says best dad bod. Oh. And we're gonna let the we're gonna let the people who viewed this or suffered through this for an hour and a half, and we're gonna let them pick. But I mean, for every child you have, you get bonus points. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I appreciate you. I love you. Daddy's about to embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do we got some music or something? We can do this. Oh, look at that. Laughing Gas has got a new T-shirt. You can. And uh, I'm gonna sleep in mine. I'm glad. You know, I'm not just doing that. I'm not some kind of person wear something just so everybody can see that. I right. I was gonna say, make sure to take one off at a time. That way you can. You University of Tennessee Martin uh -huh. is uh, that's my girlfriend's T-shirt. 
And that's why the U and the M are rubbed out real hard right there. There's but okay, you ready for this? <laughs> nope, not you, buddy. All right. Now put me up a cherry pie. Nope, okay. I'm, wait, I w I'm waiting to see what my uh, competition looks like here. You know those little bumps the bread to lift here? I did not. I think I'm okay. Colt. Oh my goodness. Am I really doing this? It sounds like it. I don't it. think I have a choice. I mean, you gotta do the guns. You gotta do the guns. That's what he was doing. <laughs> First up, act confused. <laughs> Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what did somebody say? I did. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, I'm not judging you. I knew it. I knew Alright, Hulk Hogan pose. Yep. The, the bow and arrow. <laughs> this is about to turn into a. <laughs> alright, 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 alright. Okay, alright. That's, that's okay. So you step off stage real quick and we're blazing our. I got fans watching me. Hi, Mark. You gonna put me back in jail? I love it there. Put me back in with Remont. This is what I'm telling you, folks. I mean, it's live. You know, you just never know what's going to happen. I didn't tell them that I was going to do that. You yeah. know, so. I'll be back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be drinking heavily. Absolutely. You will be. Oh. Fellas, give us one more time anything that any information that people need to know to find you all to find Laughing Gas Comedy. Give your address, your websites, your so we are uh, we are, sales. We are located in the Town Plaza. For anybody who's uh, over the age of thirty nine, we're the old Sears building, um, but it's a twenty one oh six William Street, Suite four hundred, right next door to Midori and across the way from Dogwood Social. You can't you can't miss us. There's a big giant. Yeah, there's a big giant sign that says laughing gas outside. Um, our website is N2O, not zero, N2Ocomedy.com. Uh, so not only do I educate you on comedy, but I also try to make sure you're up on your periodic table of elements uh, because one of my favorite on your period one, on my, your table. one of my favorite things is I've, I've, had, I've had people ask me I've, I've had people ask me don't you think that the club in St. Louis Helium is gonna get mad because you're using their name laughing gas and I'm like you don't obviously know science right. so uh -huh. uh, hopefully you didn't go to SEMO <laughs> um, 
But I, if helium does get mad at me for using N2O laughing gas, then they then, can take a long suck. So, I, so, um, so that's that's always that's that's always been one of my favorite questions people have given me. But uh, we are on. That's always been one of my favorite. We're answers. on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. I did attempt. A, we're going to do a TikTok. Um, I'm hoping to do a more regular, uh, kind of a comedian. Um, you know, interview type thing, just a little inserts. Uh, all the comedians that come here do personalized uh, video messages that go on the website. And uh, I list much more on the website than I do on Facebook. Facebook, you can't clutter it up with all the events. So I put one or two events on there and mm -hmm. that's fine. But if you want to see a calendar of events, then you go to the website. Or go to Cerebral um, Entertainment Podcasts. They probably have a link that you can get to ntocomedy.com. Or you can just get but, to with it being with it with the holiday season approaching uh one thing that a lot of people may not be aware of is that not only are we uh the perfect event for a couple's night out or a girl's night out or anything like that but we're perfect for your corporate parties your birthday parties anniversaries um we're not the whole room you know, bachelorette parties uh for the for the fraternities and sororities we do rush parties um, this whole building is available for rent at any time. And so it's something where, I mean, I've had wedding receptions and I have an 80 year old birthday party in a couple of weeks coming over there. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, uh, a 59th birthday party over there. So, um, we do, I mean, we can, we do a lot of really cool things. And, um, you know, if you're always looking, if you're looking for a venue to host your event, we can do it. But let's just say that you're one of those companies that's too big to fit in a 200 seat room. That's okay. Get your room. I'll bring comedy to you. So, nice. um, you know, I can definitely have access to every comedian that you could possibly want. Budget is up to you. <laughs> but uh, so, <coughs> you know, we do make sure we do make sure that we can accommodate those. And uh, I was fortunate enough to have the Chamber of Commerce come here and do some of their things. And so that got us a lot of exposure. <coughs> um, but, you know, we do we we have that so if you have questions about that if you'd like to book a private party if you would like to do anything like that um comedy is perfect for every situation possible so just reach out to me through the website n2ocomedy.com and then that way uh if i can i can address your needs for that so once you have people laughing and looking at you and listening to you then you can portray you can give your message out well, and, and sometimes it's uh, you can mix the comedy with Buzz does a ton of keynote type stuff. You know, he goes in and does things for other corporations and colleges where, I mean, they'll contact him and say, this is the message we want to portray. And he will hand, he doesn't do his act. He goes up there and he handwrites an entire show. I do show. Marlottis. <laughs> I do Joe Marlottis act. I don't do my act if I go to a corporate. That's no, Joe Marlottis is a professional comedian. Uh, you might remember him from the 80s. He, no, he still is. Great guitar player. I love his song uh, Pie. So, that one about pie? Oh, it's great. I love but, it. You, when I started writing for other people, making their keynotes, I, I said, you have to start off gaining their respect. And the best thing you can do is uh, the way mine starts is I say, right before I was entered, and it's usually five, 7,000 people in a big uh, you know, conference. And I said, right when I was getting ready this morning, I was shaving and Devin was getting dressed, and I was saying, did you ever in your wildest dreams think that Sony would want me to come in and present to them the, one of the biggest companies in the entire world, Budweiser, Monsanto, all these places, all these places that I've worked. You know, did you ever think in your wildest dreams that they'd want me to come and perform for them? And she goes, you're not even in my wildest dreams. <laughs> well, then they all laugh immediately. And then I get into what we're going to address today. 
and then they they're they're glued to it, hoping that there's another joke coming along. And there mm-hmm. sure there is, you know. Sure. No, it is. We you know com- comedians comedians deliver um, that that type of situation like nobody else. So. You know, whether it's whether it's a situation where you have ten people or a thousand people, um, you know, and a lot of comedians, you can go, you put them up there and go, see now, if you don't succeed in the business world, this is what's going to happen to you, because <laughs> they're horrible. There's so much bad <laughs> comedy out there, yeah. Lord. I'm just super excited. If you don't already have your tickets for tonight, there's two shows left: seven and nine thirty. Seven's filling up. Coming fast. to nine thirty. Nine thirty is going to be Buzz's uh, wild card show because that's when we spin the wheel. Cerebral Entertainment Podcast again. Well, let's answer another angry question. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Fantastic, no guys. Appreciate thanks, it. Thanks you guys are the having. best. I'll see you in three years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll be so back. Much. Yep. Thank Appreciate you, man. It. Good to see you guys again. Who are we kidding? Oh, yeah, you guys. That's so sweet. You told her Very about good. us when you had the baby. I did. I didn't get to do this, though. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. And also, you're probably going to want to sanitize these tables. We both had our shirts off and... I want to sanitize my eyes, but that's a different. (laughs) Thanks again to Jeff Johnson and Buzz Sutherland. And of course, thank you, CEP listener. Remember that word of mouth is like a huge dose of N2O for us. So don't forget to tell your friends and fam about the great variety that you hear right here on the CEP. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast where all great podcasts can be downloaded. Buy CEP Network Gear at buyjack.com and get your supplements at truenutrition.com. Also, be sure to get down to Cape Girardeau to Laughing Gas Comedy and shout out to Buzz and Jeff on the socials. Let them know that you heard them on the CEP. But for now, that's all the time we've got, folks. So until we meet again, remember to keep those big, beautiful brains of yours nice and warm out there. See ya.